Have you ever had a tough time trying to check if a watch is fake or not? Have you ever wondered how watchmakers and watch professionals can spot a fake right away? And what about those that only experienced watchmakers can tell? Well, let me help you. This is part one of a three-part series on how to spot a fake watch. Hi everyone, welcome to the Watchaholics podcast. I'm your host, Diogo, your online watchmaker. Each episode, we'll talk about myths, in-depth technical reviews, answer all your questions and bring out the Watchaholic in you. So wind up your movements, tighten your crowns and let's dive in. Enjoy. Fake watches are a very popular and concerning topic in the watch market and it's growing every day at a frightening speed. Uh, I'll discuss in depth the whole commercial point of view of this theme on a separate episode. Today I'll address one of the questions, if not the question I get asked the most, which is how do you spot a fake watch? Before answering that, uh, why am I addressing this topic and why is it important? Well. It's not news that the counterfeited market is huge. Some might even say that it's as big if not bigger than the original products. Uh, even though I kind of understand what motivates people to purchase these goods, I'm clearly not a fan and I always try to advise people not to develop even more this market. We live in a world where the secondhand market of luxury goods is going through the roof, so obviously the fake good market grows with it. Unfortunately, too many people get deceived and ripped off, perhaps due to naivety, lack of knowledge, whatever it may be. Plus, uh, with all these online platforms, the way people purchase and do business with high-priced items with a single click makes this topic even more relevant. However, this episode and these, uh, this series is not dedicated to exploring the commercial and social ethics regarding this topic, nor the people who buy those products uh, knowingly. I really want to help people know what to do in a real life scenario so they don't get uh, deceived. In this case, being a professional in this area, my specialty is watches. Now that we took all the drama away, <laughs> Before we get into the technical part of it, it's important to mention that replicas or counterfeited watches have different levels of quality and accuracy. To make it simple, I divided them in three different levels, one being the easiest and three the hardest to check if it's fake or not. There will be an episode for each level and today we'll address the first one. For each level, I'll teach you, I'll teach you a couple tricks and techniques to help you spot these fake watches. Of course, I won't mention all the techniques that exist, but the ones I think are more practical to use on a real-life scenario. In this level, we'll be talking about those watches that any watchmaker with some experience and even a watch enthusiast with some knowledge can spot the fake watch almost a mile away. Uh, some of the things I'll say, you might think it's obvious to the point of being ridiculous, but after 10 years of dealing with customers on a regular basis, you'd be impressed with how many people fall for these obvious details. These are the most common fake watches you'll find, uh, with prices ranging from, let's say, 50 to 150 euros, just to have a reference. Also, uh, before I forget, use Google as a tool to help you. 
I know, I know. It sounds weird for me to give you a guide where you need to use Google, but uh, since I'm guessing on this level you have uh, little or zero knowledge on watches, Google will definitely help you with it since you don't have any, any visual reference to base your search on. So without uh, further ado, let's begin our list. Number one, look for the right brand and model name. Now, what do I mean with this? Some people might know the brand of the watch they are looking for, but not the model and the other way around. To help you with that, try and type the name of the brand that is written on the watch's dial or what's more commonly called the face of the watch. Then turn the watch around and in the back, in most watches, there should be a few things you can use to detect the model you are looking for. There should be a catchy name that stands out from the rest with bigger letters or different colors. When you find it, type it on the Google search bar along with the name of the brand. If the model and the brand matches, you will probably have a ton of links to direct you to the brand's website and that is very good news. Once you've done that, try and check on the brand's website or Google Images if something with the same looks and design appears. If nothing looks even close to what you have in hand, it's probably a fake watch. But within the watch's uh, models, it's common to have different variants, but how do you know that? Well, check the back of the watch once again, but this time look for two series of numbers, the serial number and the reference number. Both might include a mix of letters and numbers. Try and type on the Google search bar again everything you've found out so far, the brand, the model and one of those numbers. If you've written the serial number, you won't get much more info than before. However, when you type the reference number, if it's an actual original one, you should get a picture of the exact model that's been presented to you. After that, uh, just try and type the color of the dial of your watch if, to see if it actually exists. Um, some colors uh, might be obvious. Uh, I mean, might might be obvious for you, for a certain brand to have a bunch of colors, but you'd be impressed that uh, most brands only have the white, um, black, gray, nowadays blue. So what I want you to do is to try and check or try and type the color of the watch you have in front of you to check if it exists in that model. And the last thing I want you to do is to check as many pictures as you can of the original model and try and look for obvious reason, uh, differences. Uh, in this level of fake watches, you should be able to tell if it's fake or not just by the design. Now, number two on this list is what type of watch is it? Knowing exactly what type of watch you are looking for is very important, but for people without knowledge, this might be a difficult task. So. What type of watches are there? Well, there are too many categories and subcategories for me to explain on this episode, so I'll just mention the most common ones at this level of fake watches. However, I will do an in-depth technical analysis on the various types of watches on a separate episode. Plus, um, I'll say many times the term uh, seconds hand. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm referring to the piece or pointer that indicates the seconds when you, when you are checking the time. So, to begin with, there are quartz watches and mechanical watches. Quartz watches have a movement powered by a battery. 
Since most quartz movements are way simpler than a traditional mechanical watch, they are also a lot cheaper to make. Low price costs, easy maintenance, versatility are some of the things that make it the most common type watch movement. Quartz watches are easily identifiable by their seconds hand uh, which jumps every second. Mechanical watches, however, they are a whole different theme. Its power supply is fully mechanical, therefore the name, and, uh, and it comes from a mainspring. In order to identify it, unlike the quartz movements, the seconds hand moves continuously. Another way to check if uh, it is mechanical or not is by using the crown. Make sure it is unscrewed if it's uh, a screwable crown and rotate it forwardly. If you feel some tension and, and a mechanical sound, uh, it might very well be a mechanical watch. Uh, lastly, uh, a least conventional yet handy way to check what kind of movement it is, is the sound. Make sure that the watch is working and put it close to your ear. Uh, you should hear something like uh, the sound of this podcast intro, intro like or a something like this. It's really it's a sound I can't really reproduce with my mouth, but it's it's very it's very characteristic of the mechanical watches. Well, lastly, there are simple and complicated watches. Both of them can be quartz or mechanical. Technically speaking, um, a simple watch only presents the hours, minutes and seconds. Anything more than that is called a complication. However, in reality, an automatic watch with a calendar, for example, is not really a complicated watch. It's still considered a, sim a simple one. So how does, this, how does all this uh, help you identify a fake watch, you ask? Well, in this level of fake watches, you will mainly find replicas of well-known brands and their top-seller top models. The original watches have a high price tag and some even have waiting lists for people to buy them due to the demand. That makes these models very, very desirable for people who can afford them but don't have access to and people who can't afford them. That being said, these watches are inserted in a high segment, so it's unusual for them to have to originally have a quartz movement. And that is, uh, is the first thing you should look for in your research. As previously said, after checking the brand name and the model, look for the type of watch you have in hands. The most common error you will find in this level of replicas is in the face of the watch, usually at the lower part of the dial where it's written automatic, which is a type of mechanical movement. But then you'll notice that the seconds hand is jumping each second, and that means it's fake. Now, let's say that the seconds hand is moving continuously and the dial says automatic written in it. How do you spot the fake? Well, in this segment, one of the best selling points is, uh, is, is the movement and its quality of finishing as well as its beauty. In order to evidence that, brands open the back, making the movement visually acceptable. So, as you'd imagine, most replicas do not have good quality finishings whatsoever. Um, if the watch has an open back, try and tap on the Google search bar, the brand, the model, and add the word um, movement, for example, or back of the watch. In this level of fake watches, you'll notice right away the difference in quality, even if you have zero knowledge on the subject. 
most genuine movements might have black or blue screws, different finishings in the bridges. Uh, like I said, it doesn't really take a genius to notice the differences. Another common error is um, when, for example, you have pushes, two crowns, extra buttons, etc. They have all these details that are associated with more complicated watches such as chronographs, perpetual calendars and so on. But the face of the watch is um, rather simple, let's say. And as you try to use or click on these parts, they don't do anything and that's because the watch does not have those functions. Okay, but you might say that the watch is not working properly, which is which is which is a, a, a nice question but in many cases just so you know some of these so-called complications can be used while the watch is not working because although everything is connected you can set these functions independently and that is another way of spotting fake watches they look like they have all these complications but in reality it's all looks but the opposite can also happen quite frequently in these cases you are presented a watch full of stuff in a dial. Moon face, a bunch of hands, triple calendars, GMT, you name it. But then uh, there is no way you can set the watch or use its apparent functions with just a crown. That is also a giveaway that the watch is fake. Now mo moving on to number three on this list is bad quality materials and things that just don't match. This topic will help you easily spot very low fake, um, very low quality fake watches. First of all, the one that everyone knows about, the weight. The watchmaking industry works with many different materials with various purposes. Some of the most commonly used are stainless steel, gold and their variants, titanium and platinum. Though all these materials have different weights and some are certainly recognizable, I wouldn't give this too much thought because you can, you can get easily deceived. When it comes to stainless steel, there are also levels of quality. Uh, cheap replicas are not made of stainless steel. They are made of a very low quality type of metal and then it gets power coated with uh, a chrome finishing so that it looks like stainless steel. This coating also makes it reasonably resistant to rust and salty water. Medium quality replicas, uh, or let's say level 2 uh, replicas, already use stainless steel, though the lowest quality they can get. This is the reason why most fake watches can't be polished. The coating I mentioned before will just vanish and low quality stainless steel will get deformed due to its lack of heat resistance. So what things should you look for? Well, check the case, back and bracelet. Most of these watches will have surfaces that look unfinished and too bright because of this coating. And, and all this, uh, and all this um, goes as well for the titanium. Titanium is easily identifiable by its lightweight. Plus, it's not, a very easy, it's not very easy to give it a fancy gloss finishing. Um, so what, you'll usually, what, what you usually see on a watch is sandblasting or satin finishing. But the things to look for uh, on a fake stainless steel and titanium watch are pretty much the same. Now, to the most, um, to the let's say hardest part of all this is gold. So um, now, 
if it's a gold watch or a golden looking watch, what, what things do you look for? What do you have to be careful about? Well, gold and its, and its variants are materials that weigh more than the typical alloy and that could definitely be a giveaway. Pretty much all the replicas you'll find with the golden finishing is a cheap golden, cheap golden coating. Do not mistake, however, a golden finishing with gold-plated watches. The finishing you'll find in these watches is the same, pretty much the same as the cheaper watches from fashion brands like Michael Kors, but sometimes with even lower quality, if that's even possible. Um, gold plating, however, um, is a different process of finishing which involves adding an actual layer of gold. So if the watch you came across has been fairly used, check for any parts of the case and bracelet that have different tones. Now, what do I mean with different tones? As the golden parts of the watch are just a coating, any dents will um, reveal the color of the metal underneath. Good spots for you to, uh, to, check, uh, to check this is in the crown, since it's a piece that in most cases interacts directly uh, with the case, removing the coating very easily. Another spot to check is, the, is the, in the buckle. Assuming that someone will use it twice a day to put on and remove the watch from the wrist, it's a spot where you can find this easily. These are the most obvious giveaways, uh, giveaways on a used fake gold watch. Another important thing to look for is the gold hallmarks. Now, without getting into much detail and because in this level of fake watches you don't need all this info, uh, gold quality stamps and hallmarks are used to identify the type of gold used in any given gold made piece. The gold coming, gold coming from nature in its natural state has 24 carats. In jewelry, you can get all types of carats as long as they are marked and identified by the watch, um, identified, but in the watchmaking industry, the standard quality is 18K and works for all types of gold, yellow, rose, red, and white gold. So if you don't have access to a jeweler nor the tools to check the authenticity of the gold, check for these marks. Every part that composes the case or bracelet must have the hallmarks and say 18K or 750, 750. You might, some, you might find some old watches with lower carat cases, but most of them are not originally made from the manufacturer of the watch. That is a topic I will explore on level two. Um, now, more things to look for. Well, uh, make sure that the brand actually makes that model in gold. <laughs> I know it seems obvious, but um, in most cases, uh, if they don't make it, it's fake. <laughs> Uh, another giveaway is if the case is in gold but the back is in stainless steel, so it looks golden in the front and chrome on the back. Apart from some exceptions, all watches that look this way are not solid gold. They are either gold plated or just have that golden coating. Uh, these gold plated watches have a hallmark and have gold plated written on the back with the quality of the layer of gold which varies from brand to brand uh, in different segments. The ones that just have the coating usually say stainless steel. So if you check something that looks golden and says stainless steel, it's not gold. If the brand uh, in, let's say, um, 
brands that are positioned in the highest segment, they don't make these mistakes. Uh, I even think it's against the law. So uh, make sure you check these things. Uh, the exceptions I just mentioned, um, I can only remember the recent model from Cartier, which is the Ronde Solo. That watch for production cost purposes, I guess. The case is in solid gold, but the back is in stainless steel. It's a bit deceiving and, and a very bad move from the brand, to, to be completely honest, but hey, what do I know? So uh, another thing you should look for is screws. Once again, there are some exceptions, but in most cases, every component of a gold case and bracelet is made of gold. Some brands might make some parts in stainless steel because of long-term wear and waterproofness, but it's, it's rare. So, if you check that the watch is golden, has the hallmarks, perhaps weighs a bit more than the average watch, try and look for the screws. If they have a chrome grey finishing, they are not gold. If the head of the screw is golden and if you want to make sure, just carefully unscrew it. If the lower part uh, reveals a different color, it's not gold. And the same works for the rest. The only situation where uh, this screw color difference uh, might not work as well is in platinum and white gold. And why? Since the natural color is pretty similar to the stainless steel, um, it's, uh, it's very... It's very hard for the untrained eye, untrained eye to check differences. Uh, the last thing I want to point out is in the buckles, obviously. If you see a yellow gold watch with a rose gold or red gold buckle, don't immediately think it's a fake watch. Brands do this very often and just like I said before, they use this type of gold to prevent the buckle from wearing out so easily since rose gold is harder and more resistant than the yellow gold. Now, uh, moving on to the platinum watches, the things you should look for uh, don't differ very much from all the things I stated uh, about the gold. The main differences are the weight, the hallmarks and some other specific details. About the weight, just like the gold, platinum is heavier than stainless steel. But how heavier you ask? A lot heavier. Most platinum watches feel like a brick on your wrist and I'm not even joking. Uh, then the hallmarks. Just like I said earlier, platinum has a very similar color to stainless steel, so unlike the gold, you can't tell right away. Once again, check for every component of the watch for the marks. It must have a different mark from the gold and must say PT950. PT stands for platinum and then 950. 950. Now, what about those specific details I was talking about? Well, first of all, not all brands make platinum watches. Um, this material is more expensive than gold, difficult to work with since it's so hard, and due to its um, visual similarities to stainless steel, not many people can tell a difference, therefore many won't pay for it. So high-end brand, high brand high-end brands tend to save platinum watches for limited and special editions. These, uh, these watches usually have a specific dial collar and for example Patek Philippe adds little diamonds on the calendar pushes and in these cases as soon as you, as soon as you check that the hallmarks correspond to a platinum watch when you are doing your research, try and look for these differences so you can be sure you are not being deceived. Uh, and I guess that's all for the materials.
finally, and last but not least, the biggest giveaway there is without even having had a, any visual contact with the watch is, number four, the price. I still get impressed <laughs> in a bad way with how many people still fall for this. Uh, like I said in the beginning of this episode, today we are focusing on cheap replicas and many people who buy them uh, knowing it's fake. However, uh, too many people who are into fashion, cars, you know, the secondhand luxury lifestyle business also want to get into watches because since they already have a portfolio of clients in the same segment, they can get another income from it. Unfortunately, I see, and most of you have already seen, wealthy people or people that can obviously afford an original watch wear a fake one, which might make zero sense, right? But just because you can't afford it, it doesn't mean you know what you are buying or selling. If anything, it raises the probability of you being deceived or deceiving someone. Personally, I do not agree with people that get in a business without being a professional or without having any proper knowledge on it, especially when it involves certain amounts of money. Even though this scenario happens more on the second level and especially on the third level of fake watches, I've seen it happen with cheap replicas with clients that are looking for better quality replicas and people who are just not aware of the reality. So. Here's an example of how it goes. Imagine that I, I am a high-end clothing professional. I have my own web store on the various social media platforms. You are looking for a good watch, but you don't have any clue of what it might cost. And also, you might not want a replica at all, or you don't want an obvious one. Unfortunately, many, many people, instead of going to the stores and check the real ones for themselves and check all the prices, they reach out to me. And since I live, or at least I show off this type of lifestyle, which is a very good selling technique, you just assume that everything I have on and that I own is original. So then you ask me if I'm selling the watch or where did I get my watch from? And I'm gonna try and sell you a fake watch to try and make profit out of it. If I get asked this many times, uh, I'll reach out to the guy or the platform I bought mine from and start selling these people replicas with a high price tag. Of course, this is, a, this is a hypothetical scenario that just came to my mind now, but unfortunately it is something that happens quite frequently. frequently. The point I'm trying to make here is always question everything and everyone, no matter what the lifestyle is, no matter what they sell for a living. I'm also not saying for you to take an extreme stance either. It's not that everyone is bad intentioned, but some people are and some people just don't, don't know what they are selling. Like I said, this happens too much um, in the other two levels I will be making episodes on, uh, but since it also happens in this level, I thought I should mention it. To conclude, nowadays for most replicas, the price shouldn't be a problem when wanting to spot a fake watch because only high quality replicas have a higher price, but it's still far from the price of an original watch. If you are being sold a watch as brand new, check the brand's website and if the difference is huge, if it looks too good to be true, it's probably fake or it has something else to it. If you are being sold a watch as secondhand, Try to check the many online platforms available or a watch shop to look for its market value. 
And I guess that this list has come to an end. So let's do a quick recap, recap of what we talked today. Uh, first, check if the brand name and the model of the watch exist and if they match. If they do, try to know exactly what type of watch you have in hands. Then look for all the things I mentioned that can be a giveaway that the watch might be fake. Uh, also, I, I, I also want to add avoid impulse buys. If, uh, if it's not a watch expert, always doubt who's selling or where you are buying from. Always check the market value and always doubt too good to be true deals. Before closing any deal, reach out to watch experts uh, whenever, you are, whenever you are not sure about something. Um, since it was a bit technical, I tried to make uh, this as simple to understand as possible and I hope it wasn't very confusing. Remember that this guide won't make you a pro on fake watches. Uh, like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, there are a lot more ways to check if a watch is fake or not. These are some of the most practical and useful techniques for this level. It is simply to help you not get deceived or fooled uh, so easily in case you come across some of these lower quality replicas. And that's it for today everyone. I'm Diogo, your online watchmaker. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure you follow the Watchaholics podcast on Spotify for more episodes like this.